Welcome to the Rooted and Grounded podcast. We're talking about a little bit of nothing and a little bit of something and all things that keep us rooted and grounded in love. Real talk about real life, and we're so glad you're here. We're just going to let it roll. So um, I'm Kim, and I'm joined by Amy, who is one of my college roommates, and we are both recently retired, and um, we're going to tell you the story of how the podcast came to be. Um, so today is kind of an episode, our first episode of just where did this come from? Why are we doing a podcast? And why might you want to listen to it? <laughs> and I want to go ahead and put a disclaimer out there right from the start that we're not doing this because we think we're experts on anything. No, not at all. Like we're still trying to figure everything out. Yes. So if that's if that's you too, then try to figure it out with us. <laughs> yeah, let us know when you do have it figured out. Let us in. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So let's talk to them about why we thought we wanted to start a podcast. Well, I will say I have a, my last job. I traveled a lot, so I was in the car a lot and listened to a lot of podcasts. And I had always said I think it would be fun when I retire to do a podcast and just have my friends on there and just laugh at things and have a good time. And so Kim retired and I had actually <laughs> told her about a couple of podcasts that I loved. And then what happened? Kim? Yeah. So one morning I was walking, which I get to do now since I have a little more flexibility in my schedule. And I'm listening to one of the podcasts that Amy sent me and I texted her and I said, I love this podcast. I think we could do a podcast too. And I had never wanted to do a podcast or thought about doing one. And Amy texted right back and said, let's do what I'm in. And in that moment, uh, it was like, God said, do it. <laughs> so, here we are. so we think, had no idea that I had always said I wanted no. to do a podcast. I had never had that discussion with her. So I had no idea, but that made me feel a lot better when you told me that too. Yes. So, um, so we've decided this might just be for us. It might be for one other person. Maybe just our closest friends will listen because they're going to be nice to us or, <laughs> you know, God may have things that he wants us to say that he wants to reach a thousand people. We don't know. But we're going to we're going to be obedient and launch it and see what happens. And we are looking forward to it. We, we have some, are. We have some ideas. And we want you to give us some ideas, too, which is always scary. But yes, we'll get to that a little bit later. Yes, we will. So the title of our podcast, uh, we're calling it the Rooted and Grounded podcast, because the more that we've been talking about, um, you know, things that that are meaningful to us, things that we've learned across the, the span of our lives and um, things that we have in common. We, this thing keeps popping up about being rooted and grounded in love. And there's a scripture verse that goes with that from Ephesians and uh, three seventeen to 19 that says, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may have strength to comprehend with all the saints, what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. And as Amy and I have um, been sharing, you know, about, because I think, you know, we both recently retired, like she said, and 
I think it makes you really reflective. It makes you look back and kind of think about this huge chapter. We both spent 30 plus years um, working in education and that's a long time to commit yourself to one thing. And I think it makes, it's made both of us kind of stop and reflect and think about um, what made us who we are and what, what we're still learning and, you know, what we've learned along the way. And so that, that seemed to resonate and we just wanted to, um, we kind of feel a responsibility to share things we've learned, lessons of what not to do <laughs> even, uh, you know, and just kind of add some, we've talked about too, how things are, are really, if you focus on the negative and all the hard that's going on in the world, like life could seem kind of down and depressing, right? And we both choose to live in a different way. Like we both choose to live looking at the brighter side of things and encouraging other people. And we love to find the laughter in things. So we hope gets that gets us in trouble at times, gets us into a lot of trouble at times. <laughs> and uh, but those will be the funny stories together. that you'll get. Yeah. To yeah. So that's kind of where our idea for the podcast came from. And we know it'll grow and morph as we go, you know, over time, but that's where we're starting. Yes. So there'll be a little seriousness, but we hope a lot of just uh, fun and laughter and stories. And um, real life. Real life. Yes. Like real, real, real life. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and as we talked about this too, another verse just kept popping into my mind, um, which is Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8. Um, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. So that to me is just such a beautiful verse about being rooted where you need to be rooted, um, planted by the stream, the stream of God's love, the stream of his grace and mercy. And so, um, I haven't even told Kim this yet, but I went back through like some of my prayer journals trying to find, I know I had written out a bunch of stuff about that verse at one time. So I thought, okay, I'm going to go back and find that, um, you know, so I can sound a little more proficient. On this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and I never did find that, but I found the draft of the letter that I wrote my daughter, Emma, when she, when we left her at college and it had that verse in it. And so, um, that's just something I've always prayed for her as well. So yeah, it's, it's that's funny always that, been something that's it's yeah. one, of your, one of your truths. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Well, so, we talk a lot, you know, Amy and I have similar backgrounds and growing up and, um, our rooting and grounding from an early age is very similar and we both really value that. And, um, so I'm glad that we we toyed around with some other funnier names for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you know, like country is cornbread was one of them. And some of you may have already been thinking that hearing our voice. <laughs> <laughs> we are from North Carolina and we're yes. proud of it. We're proud of yes. our hills. We're small town country natives. girls from That's North right. Carolina and grew up on farms. That's, That's right. who we are. That's who we Which are. Which also goes so. along with our rooted and grounded theme. It does. It yes. does. Amy actually grew up um you know, in the midst of, in the midst of apple orchards. So lots of trees there. And still live there. <laughs> yes. Yes. You, do. you still live there with your family. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we decided country's cornbread was probably, even though it might get a lot of people to listen, 
I don't know. Maybe that could be a segment <laughs> each time. Is maybe maybe <laughs> yes this podcast is evolving people like no telling what what you may end up with that's why you want to tune in because yes. you never know what you're each and every time yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in our in our discussion with each other about the theme then we started talking about you know like what we really went back to what rooted and grounded us from the beginning and everybody's story I love to hear people's origin stories you know like start start from when you were born start start from when you were growing up, because that really forms and makes so much of who we are. Um, so we'll tell you a little bit about ours, not more than you want to know, but um, we'll tell you a little bit about ours. But then, you know, once you are rooted and grounded, like how how God grows you in that, and he uses your community. We hope that through these episodes, you'll, you'll meet and hear from a lot of people in our tribe and our community and um, different aspects of how being rooted and grounded has helped them through, you know, some tough times and helped them uh, fulfill some big dreams and that kind of thing. And then, you know, once, how does God use us? You know, we have a responsibility when we're poured into, we have a responsibility to give that back to the world. And um, so we hope that through this, it's not just going to be us talking all the time. We're going to pull in because we know some pretty amazing people who've kind of shaped our lives and our stories as well. And we're going to, we're going to pull them in as well so that you can hear from them along the way. So just to get to know us a little bit, because you're probably like, who are these two country girls from North Carolina and why should we listen to them? Um, Amy's are, is one of, I have a lot of math nerd friends, Amy. <laughs> it's really weird. But uh, because See, Amy's and I have a lot nerd. of literary kind of friends. See, we have when I was teaching, I was always drawn to the English teachers. Yeah for friends too well, yeah there you go so yeah so we we um we're going to talk about you know just how we're similar and different because we found we're a lot more similar than we are different and our stories for becoming rooted and grounded and um amy had a great idea that's math related for you math people out there for how we do that well and it is a math nerd thing but i said <laughs> why don't we do a virtual venn diagram and we can talk about how we're the same and how we're different. <clears throat> and so that's what we're going to do. But we're going to try to make it more <laughs> exciting than it sounds. <laughs> so, so just I'm going to hit the ways we're different. Okay. Like I'm a okay. boy mom or a girl mom. Um, yes. <clears throat> you know, and we both were teachers and then educational leaders for a lot of years. And I lean more toward the literacy reading side. You're the math side, right? Yes. Um, you are now an empty nester. Yes. And, and you are I, not. I have two birdies who fall in the nest, but also just launched one in the middle school this year. So we're going to have a lot of funny uh, parenting stories out of that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, I know in our past, like you would get fired up about things. Like it didn't take much to get you fired up about something. And I was yes. more of the well, let's think about that. Um, but I think we're kind of meeting more on middle ground the older we get, I right? I think so. I've calmed it down and you're a little more fiery than you used to be. Is yeah. turning it up a little bit. Probably maybe because just, you have a middle schooler. Maybe that's it. <laughs> and maybe we just don't care anymore. Like, you know, right. maybe we're just yeah. letting it go to the wind. Yes. So those are really the big differences between us, I think. Yeah. And I think the things that are the same, we've already touched on a lot of this, the yeah. things that are important to us, God, yeah. our family, hard work. Um, yes. 
we like we've said we both grew up in a small town as farm girls and then I think we need to talk a little bit about <laughs> how we met yes um so not your traditional meeting of friends <laughs> no so <laughs> we got to Mars Hill College it's Mars Hill University now also in western North Carolina and uh we because we had a scholarship through that college we had to go on the scholars retreat and it was not my idea of a good time <laughs> we well, we helped build part of the Appalachian Trail folks so if you've yeah. been on that Kim and I built it we cleaned out a few snakes yes so we took those out of your way for you it was my first time whitewater rafting on that trip. I don't know about you. Yes, same. And yeah. I was not good at that. I fell I out couldn't. and couldn't get back in. Well, you know what worried me was when we were first getting in and the guy was motioning us way down the river from their normal launch. And <clears throat> we're like, why? You know, like, and he's like, down there, down there. And I look back behind him and there's a huge nest, like, all these snakes that are just like tangled up fighting around each other and i mean you know growing up in the country we were killing snakes all the time but there's a we're getting ready to get into the water where there's a huge like just big mound of all these snakes tangled up i don't know if they were like water moccasins or what they were but i'm just that's when my fear set in that's when i thought this is not something that should be happening and i did not know this at the time kim told me this later I would I not have the gotten thing in I that remember water. The most. Like it's that the would have been I, it for me. Yeah, I I was scared to death from that moment, and I was in the little single blow up kayak thing. Same, you know, and trying to like paddle. They're going go this way, go this way, and I'm paddling and paddling, and the guy's standing on top of the rock going go this way, and I'm paddling the way he tells me to paddle, and the water just flipped me around and took me down backwards and all I remember is him just standing there shaking his head at me like you didn't listen <laughs> it was not a fun trip no it was not I and I will say like I'm, I wonder if you feel the same way it was a scholar it was a full scholarship to college but I felt like after that one week I had earned every cent of it exactly <laughs> <laughs> give me my money because I'm in the in the fraternity now whatever yes yes yeah I even stepped off a rock then I remember when we were getting out to eat our lunch or whatever and I slipped and I was my ankle was all skinned up and bleeding and here I am like in my single this is my orientation to college I think all in one day everything else is kind of a blur but that yes. one rafting day was that was something. and that was supposed to be our reward at the end of the yeah. trip I don't know if you remember that I did that was the situation. I did remember it because it didn't like all like week they kept saying but just if we can just get to Friday we're going rafting oh my gosh <laughs> So I was happy I've to never gone rafting again. Have you? I have not. No, yeah, I don't not. want to. No, that did it for me. Scarred me for life. And I have <laughs> to think it's got to be better than that because a lot of people really enjoy it. Yeah. I don't know. But, I don't want to find out. Yeah. Nope. I'm, I'm not, not. going to find out. Put me, you know, on a lake or something that yes. I'm just floating around. So. <laughs> Yeah. Right. That, that's where take. we met. And we were sleeping like on these wooden bunks and this, you know, outdoor camp yeah. shed thing. Yes. One whole big room with everybody yeah. in it. And it's we where had we just all really, met everybody. That's where we really bonded though. It is where we bonded and we still have our tribe from those yes. first days. Yes. From the first meetings. So yes. we're hoping to bring that, them on to, to meet everybody. 
Yes, we're going to need to have an episode where you meet the tribe of what all of us who came together because we still are together. Yes, um, we are. I was going to say, maybe that was the psychology behind all of that, though. I think like, it may have been, will, truly. They will bond and they will form yes. their tribes. And yes. we did. And the, th- the follow-up to that was when we got back to campus, we were all on the same floor of the dorm. Yes, we got to live so together. We were there the whole year together. So yeah. And it was, that aspect that, was that good. was I awesome. Give them that. Yes, loved that. <laughs> but we didn't go rafting anymore together. When my daughter went to college, I was like, "Um, you need like a doorstop to hold your door open so people can visit." <laughs> she was like, "Um, why would I want that? <laughs> why do I want anyone else looking at my yeah. room? I want to visit with yeah. someone. I'll go out of my room and find them, but I am not inviting like everybody down the hall into my room." So yeah. You know, and Dawn and I had the stairwell room. Like yes, room I remember that. Which first makes you feel like an afterthought, but then everybody, like everybody stopped by our room. Our door yes. was open all the time. Yeah. Because you had to come up that, that was the only stairwell up to the hallway. Yeah. So we were like the greeting committee. And we didn't have an elevator. Everybody went up and down no. the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right, so what else did we discover we have in common? I think a big thing we have in common is that we um, are dog moms. Yes. Yes. Oh. So I we part of my retirement thing is I got a retirement dog. <laughs> um, he's a Jack Russell Terrier. And oh. we had a Jack Russell Terrier before um, that passed away in April, which was devastating yes. to me. Don't tell BJ, my husband, but. Toby was my first love in the world. <laughs> so I had a really hard time with that. And so my husband got me a new one Aww. and we have decided he should not be called a Jack Russell Terrier. He's a Jack Russell terrorist. <laughs> well, you know, he if you say it a with handful. Your, if you say it with your country accent, it's kind of like Jack Russell Terror. So, <laughs> yeah. Terror. Yeah. Terror and not Terrier. <laughs> yes. But he's just a baby. He is a baby and he's a, he is so lovable and sweet, but he, you have to stay on top of him or he will tear the house down around you. Is so, he eating things that aren't food? I don't understand why puppies eat things that aren't food when they're little. Like we feed uh, them. We have never before had this with a dog. Every dog we've ever had wanted to chew on wood. Like Toby, oh. my little love that I love so much. He chewed like all the wood around our front door. Oh, nice. It is a good look for when people come to visit. We did paint over it, but it doesn't look great. But anyway, then we've got this one. He eats cloth. So I had two like pretty new throws in our living room. He's chewed big old holes in the middle of both of them. Um, we can't leave any socks or clothes or anything around because he'll chew those. So yeah, it's been interesting with him. And I did, I did say out of my mouth, this may be my last puppy. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Yeah. Let someone else get them through the puppy stage. And then when they're lazy and just like, yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, you heard a little bit and we probably just won't even edit that out because we're talking about dogs, but you heard (laughs) uh, my, they knew we were talking about them. I know they did. They're our first guests. Yeah. There you go. They're at the front door because no one's allowed to walk on the sidewalk in front of our house. Like it's just not allowed. Yes. No one. Oh yeah no one yeah so um, you're probably but, hearing our dogs again yeah. if you keep tuning in we, we have two golden doodles because I'm allergic to the earth basically like everything that lives and grows and breathes and dogs are my highest allergy ironically 
I love them. I also am allergic to dogs. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't put that on our Venn diagram, but no, we didn't. We have a a little mini golden doodle. He's his name, Crew. And I've never been obsessed with a dog. Like I've loved dogs and I had childhood dogs and, but he's like, my brother-in-law looked at him one day and said, that dog has human eyes. Like, I feel like he's peering into my soul. (laughs) He is a cutie. he He has, he's so expressive and he's so smart. And he sleeps like right up next to me at night. I don't know where he sleeps when I'm not home, but um, he's precious. And then we have a, like a baby giant golden doodle named Brody that uh, my husband brought home one time from the driving through the Amish country in Ohio. As a surprise to you, right? As a surprise to me. Surprise. Here's a huge dog. Here's a huge dog. He's like Clifford, the big red dog, but he's white. Um, (laughs) But yeah, they're, they're something. Also, I have another dog that I didn't even talk about. So I was busy <laughs> you gotta talking talk about, about the him. puppy. If he, if he yeah. hears this, he'll be offended. <laughs> I know. So I do need to, I always tell my husband because he'll show favoritism to the puppy. I'm like, Bo, that. <laughs> <laughs> so Bo is a mixed breed, but, but she looks like a little tiny wolf and kind of acts like one. Like she's real grouchy all the time. And so... <laughs> But she loves us. She's sweet. But anyway, she loves you. We, she just made when not people, love people ask us, they're like, "What kind of dog is that?" And we always just say, "It's a pocket wolf." <laughs> and then they, we watch the look on their face. <laughs> a pocket wolf. I've never heard that before. That's hilarious. Yeah, because it's she believable. To... Because she really does look like a wolf. So it's it's. I fun. dare you. I dare you to make an Instagram page that is Bo the Pocket Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> I might. We did have a Toby Instagram page, so maybe we need to make a bow. I think, and you need to call her a pocket wolf. I just want to see what kind of uh, yeah, what kind, kind of, of response I get. I get off of that. Yeah, yeah, from that. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yes. Um, <clears throat> a little on the serious note, though, we both were poured into a lot by our, you know, great grandparents, grandparents, aunts, uncles. We both come from big families with cousins and aunts and uncles. And that to me was one of my, I, I think my family, other than God, my family growing up, like made me who I am. I cherish them more than, than anything. Um, And that could be a whole book of funny stories to get them to add to it. Maybe I'll do that one day is get all of them to send me their funny stories and we'll just compile them into a book. Cause that was, life was never dull growing up. Yes. (laughs) And you probably had all of your cousins nearby, didn't you? We, yeah, we did. And it was the come to, you know, my mamaw's house on Sunday for lunch and all the cousins running around the farm and playing and um, we vacationed together. We, you know, worked hay fields and stuff together and it was a lot of fun. None of my, it's really weird that I grew up on a farm, but none of my cousins were around here. Yeah. Yeah, so I did not have that, but I had cousins I was close to, and we yeah. we all went to the beach together every summer, and just, yeah. I'm still close with a lot of them, so. Yeah, that's yeah. priceless to have that. It really up. is. Like they, my cousins were my best friends growing up. You yes, know? yeah, that's but I did have my family. grandparents close by both sets, so. Yeah, that is invaluable, you know, it, that. It really is. I feel so sorry for people that don't get to have a grandparent. yeah. Yeah. I, I never took that for granted either. Cause I knew no. that not everybody had that 
experience so yes yeah that'd be a good that'd be a good whole episode is to talk about our grandparents and yes we what they poured into us who they were yes yeah we'll we'll add that to our list of things yeah wish we could have them on as guests well mine are in heaven so that'd be a little hard (laughs) but we can honor them them. about them (laughs) yes i'd love to tell their stories sometime because i think that's that's a big part of who we are too so the the other big thing that we have in common that we've already mentioned is that we both recently just retired now we are only 53-ish, so <clears throat> we were not able to uh, to retire in the full sense of the word like some people think. Like, what is your definition of what most people think of retirement, Amy? Go home and sit down. Yeah, take Which, it to the house. And to me, that's when you get old. <laughs> so yeah. Kim yeah. and I are not getting old. So we, our definition of retirement is we both retired from... Um, working in the education system, North Carolina for 30 plus years, but we retired from a job to do other things. So we did not retire from work. We retired from a job to do other things. And we want to make that really clear. Yeah. I was telling Amy this story and it kind of shocked me of myself, but somebody one day said to me, well, since you're not working, um, blah, 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 blah. And I couldn't hear, I don't even remember what else they said, you know, because <laughs> I was like, well, what do you mean? I'm not working. You know, it was offended. It was offended. I was offended that somebody thought I wasn't working, that they thought I had just brought it to the house and was just like, you know, watching Netflix all day or something. Um, Cause we've decided our definition of retirement is now we get to kind of, we, we have freedom of schedule. We get to choose what work we do and what work we don't do. And um which when, you know, everybody who's working a full-time job for someone else, you don't have that freedom. Yes. So So, that's our greatest gift. Having some big flexibility has been a nice reward for the years we put in. It has been. Yeah. Um, And I've still found, so we're going to, what are you doing? I still feel like I'm having to fill my, like, I still feel guilty if I sit down at 10 o'clock and turn the TV on because it's the middle of the day. Like I, I I'm breaking myself out of that mold, but what are you doing? What are you, how are you spending your time in retirement? Well, I am selling real estate on the side. So that yeah, is that's big hit or miss. Like one day I might need to work in the morning, another day in the evening. It's very whenever. Yeah, You got to go so, with the flow with that. Yes. But other than that, I really have tried to get back into reading a lot of books. I love, yes. love, love to read. Um, so I am trying to give myself space to be able to do that. Um, and not feel guilty about it and not feel guilty about it. (laughs) And I'm like you, like, I feel a little guilty if I'm sitting here reading a book. Yeah. So, and then it's a good time to get a puppy. Yes. I have been following the puppy around that thing. Um, I have set a goal for myself to be a better cook. Mm-hmm. I've turned into a pretty lousy cook in the last house. I remember when I first got married, I was excited about cooking. Um, I know, I and, actually opened some cookbooks. I mean. Yes, I actually ordered a I couple of cookbooks. Yeah. One that's so supposed that to teach going? you how to actually cook. <laughs> like not just follow a recipe, but like know right. how to adjust it for what oh. you need or. Yeah. So like I'm, the science of cooking kind of. Yes. I'm. Mm. 
I'm I'm dedicated to figuring that out. I haven't I haven't done it yet though. I will I will agree. Well, you'll have to keep us posted and share some of your um I won't say recipes, but share some of your adventures. Adventures in cooking. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So um trying to think what else I've been doing. Oh, I've little by little cleaned out my house. I'm not finished oh, yet. Yeah. But I've really tried to do like go through like do one thing a day. One drawer, one closet, one, you know, whatever. Maybe just That's a shelf really in a closet. <laughs> one something a day. One day yeah. for me it was just that junk drawer that everybody has in the kitchen. That one yes. drawer that yes. has you know where everything is and you go straight to it to get the stuff. But one day I was like, we have too much of each of the stuff in here. Yes. Who needs 27 Sharpies in a drawer, you know? Right. And you couldn't even yeah. shut the drawer. Like you had to push right. down on stuff to get it to close. That or was one of my happier caught. days in this journey of huh. cleaning out was my junk drawer. Yeah. And you probably threw out 37 pens that don't write oh, anymore. Yeah. So much. A stuff. random push pen or paper clip that gets thrown in there. There were I keys, called it. like there were so many keys in there that I was like, what are these <laughs> even going even to? <laughs> Although I will admit, I didn't throw them away. I'm afraid to, but I, I did put them all in a, one baggie, stuck them in the back. <laughs> so if anybody's ever loose like, in there everywhere. a key for so-and-so, you can go here, <laughs> yeah. jingle the keys. I kind of called that like reverse nesting. You know how when you're, you know, you're either a newlywed with a new place to live or a new baby's coming or you're in a new house and you kind of want to nest and get everything just right. I just, I wanted to like go the opposite of that and like tear everything out in order to put it back. Right. Exactly. I, yeah. I have literally, literally said I'm, I'm claiming my house back. Yeah. It's gotten away from me kind of in the last several years. And yeah. so I'm, I'm reclaiming it. Yeah. And, and making it our, work for me. Both of our husbands now, Kind of, you know, work from home too. Like mine yes. sells real estate and your BJ works for FCA and it travels some, but he's yeah. pretty much based at home. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're not gonna, it's more of a, it's more of a lady thing to go and want to dig out a closet and like men just, you typically don't want to do that. But Kent did kind of get on board with me when we started doing that. Cause we did the exact same thing. I started like one room at a time, like tearing out stuff and throwing away. And cause I think when I was at home more, I saw all the things and I, and we're, we're purgers by nature. So we don't hold on to a ton of stuff anyway, but I would just go from room to room. Cause I was, I was so used to being busy every second of the day. I was having to find things to keep me busy, you know, uh -huh. at first. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I started kind of tearing out and cleaning out some rooms and then he did too. And we ended up like hitting the garage and some big stuff and had a big like jumbo yard sale and got rid of a bunch of stuff. It just felt really good. Yes. I, it does feel good to me to kick, to get junk out of my house. Yeah. I'm, I'm that just, person for sure. Yeah. So something else, and I don't know who out there um, has like studied like the minimalist kind of approach. Amy and I were together um, and we watched this series on Netflix. Well, I think it was called The Minimalist, wasn't it? Or Maybe. The Minimalist Lifestyle, something like that. If we can figure out how to do links on our show notes, yeah. we'll link it. Yes. And, that's and a we are going to have, have a website <laughs> and everything where you guys will be able to go and, and listen to the episodes and find links that we share. Um, but it was really, 
I really was drawn to it. And I've never been like, like I love photos and mementos and I love a good gallery wall. And I love, you know, um, things that remind me of family and home and things like that. And but memories. Yeah. That and I was like, oh, it was so clutter free. And I mean, like nothing on the wall kind of thing. Yeah. And I don't know if I can go that extreme. It was kind of like super bare for me. Yeah. But it did make me think about, I don't have to have something on every wall you know exactly yes really pull out what's super table. important to you and do that yeah. only so I'm kind of leaning in that I don't know we'll yes. see what happens me too the longer me we're too. home when so, we built our house we have a it was supposed to be the man cave upstairs because we yeah. couldn't do a basement we built our house on the rock like the bible <laughs> says <laughs> we could not have a basement here so we built a house yeah, yeah. And so it was supposed to be my husband's man cave all these years, but you know, we had a little kid and she used it to play in. And then when she was a teenager, <laughs> she hung out up here. I'm actually in that room right now. So we kind of cleared it out. This was kind of my retirement gift to me too. We cleared it out. Like we've painted it. We have not hung yeah. anything else out back on the wall, except yeah. those jerseys behind me. Kim can yeah. see them. Um, and I'm kind of liking it. Yeah. There used to be stuff all over these walls. Yeah. And it's just really, it's calming. To you not can have, have too much. Yeah. yeah. You can't have too much. Yeah. So now I have all these, a lot of pictures and things I took down off the walls that are sitting in totes and baskets, but I'm like, yes. I can't throw that picture away, but I don't I know. know where I want to put it. So yeah. Yeah. Our closet up here in this room is full of stuff like that. And so that's, yeah. I'm thinking I might wait till it's cold to work on <laughs> there you go you know yeah. like, we're, we're on that when you can't go yeah. do anything else. yeah because we're kind of now on the down downhill slope of pretty days yes so yeah. I'm kind of I also feel guilty if I don't take advantage of that of how beautiful it is outside so I know yeah so we'll, maybe we'll that maybe we balance. should have put that on our Venn diagram that we're on a constant guilt trip <laughs> yes like even if I go out in the middle of the day, and I used to be this way when I was working full time, if I had an appointment in the middle of the day, you know, and I got to go get my, like grab lunch on the way, or I got to go to the, you know, pick up my prescription after a doctor appointment or something. Um, I felt guilty for being in the CVS at, you know, one yes. thirty. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's I ridiculous. Think, I mean, are educators the only ones who do feel we that must way? Be that I kind of think we are. Because you, I still see a kid out in the middle of the day with their mom in town and I'm like, why aren't you in school? Yeah. You know, <laughs> did you have an appointment? Are you homeschooled? Or are you just skipping? <laughs> do I need to I turn think we you all in? think that. Yeah. <laughs> but we need to let go of that. That yes. kind of guilt. Well, you yes. helped me, you and another good friend of mine helped me get started back with, I can't tell you how many years it's been since I just read a book for fun or pleasure, just a story, just a fictional book. Yeah. Um, Cause I was always reading professional text, you know, cause I did a lot of coaching and, and professional development and training in my job. And so I was always forever in a book study or reading professional text, or I was reading the, how to manage your time or how to have a better life, you know, those kind of books. Uh-huh. So um I have enjoyed, I think I've now read like five books wow. since I retired. Which I know some people are like, five, I read that in a week. But um for me that's a big deal. Yes. Amy got me like 
I downloaded the Goodreads app. I made my list. I've gotten connected with our local library and downloading eBooks. And it's like, it's been awesome for me. Yeah. Just to escape a little bit in somebody else's story. And you have even loaned me a book. I was the one who wasn't reading a lot more. I did loan you a book. Yes. Yeah. And then the Jack Russell <laughs> terrorist <laughs> tore to that book. To beat the book. And he was losing his teeth at that time. So not only were there like chew marks all over the book, there was blood where he had like lost a tooth while he was chewing this book up. So, but it's okay. Cause I'd already read it. Well, but I did buy you a new one. Oh, I wasn't going to give you that back. <laughs> but speaking of that book, what was the name of that book? It was Colleen Hoover. Um, it ends with us. Yes, it ends with us. Yes. I thought it was a great book and it really gave me perspective on a situation that maybe I haven't been in, but maybe have been yeah. a little judgmental of in the past. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing I love about books is it does give you an empathy for people in different situations. Yes. Well, you Especially... loaned to me the um the four winds by Kristen Hannah. Yes. Which I haven't Which even was... read yet. So good. I know I still got it. I gotta get it to you. Yeah. Um, but it would, you know, took place in the great depression and follows Elsa, like Elsa became my girl in that book, you know, and I just, it was a long book, but I was like, she's my girl. I gotta, I gotta make sure she's okay. Um, but I love reading someone else's story and just getting that perspective, you know? Yes, I agree. Things that, cause we get, we get kind of busied, I think in our own perspective and what we know. But, but there's something about even a fictional story can open up a perspective to you that helps you have empathy for other people and look at other people differently. So Absolutely. So that's one of the beautiful things about reading. So we should not yes. feel guilty if we sit down in the middle of the day and read we our We should book. not. So what are you yeah. reading now? What are you currently um, reading? I am reading uh, a couple of things. I'm, I've got a nonfiction book going and a fictional book going. So uh -huh. I've got... Um, I am redeemed, Mike Weaver, Big Daddy Weave. Oh yes, is that yes? Good? And then the That's fictional a great podcast. Yes, you had told me about that podcast. Have you read I Am Redeemed? His book? I have not. Okay, I've had it a while, and I just thought, okay, I'm gonna start reading this. And it's kind of it's interesting how it's kind of coinciding a little bit with my fictional book. I'm reading 19 Minutes by Jody Pico, I don't, which is about a school shooting. That. Oh, I don't I think I could have read that while I was working in a school. While you were still working in a school? Yeah, it would have been just way yeah. too much for me. Do you know, but... she was the last author, like before I really quit reading a lot of fictional text, she was the, the last author I was really into. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to have to add her to my list again. Yes. And this one was on Kindle Unlimited. Oh, good to know. Yeah. So, um, but both of the books, Mike Weaver's story... And the story of this school shooter, I don't want to give too much away, and I'm only halfway through it now, but people are just mean to each other. Yeah. And that's one thing I would love to see us do something about by doing yeah. a podcast. Be kind to each other. Give people grace. Yeah. You know, you don't I know what somebody's going through. Yeah. So as I mentioned earlier, you know, we have an 11 year old who just started middle school and he's very like emotionally intelligent and in tune with other people <laughs> and his yes. own emotions. 
And it's just, I mean, we talk a lot about it. We talk a lot. Yes. It bothers him that kids are mean, you know, to each other, to him and to, um, and I'm not going to say he's an angel, like he's mean to kids sometimes and, but he feels guilty about it and we talk about it, you yeah. know? So it's just, and I it's think something that really needs to be talked about more. I think, I think so too. I really do. And I think sometimes, like you said, he's mean sometimes it's almost like yeah. a survival technique. Yeah. Yeah. You almost have to be mean back to make it, you know, and that's, <laughs> it's sad that that's where Which we are. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. It is so, because I mean, I even go back to elementary school days and middle school days and share stories with him where kids were mean to me, you know, and how I felt. Yes. And how I, so it's, it's the age old thing, you know, it is. I just finished reading Finding Me by Viola Davis, her oh. autobiography. And that was, it was it. I mean, it's, it's deep and raw and some parts of it were hard to read, you know, but it really makes oh, wow. you want to cheer her on more for her success yeah. and champion her. Were people but, mean to I her mean, too? They were. Yeah. There's a, there's yeah. a whole thread in there about how she overcame that. So I think it's, um, that's an important, important reminder. And maybe we'll end each podcast. We'll be nice to each other. I like it. Hard. The world is a tough place right now. It is. It sure yeah. is. Yeah. Well, okay, let's move on to something a little lighter. Um, I think yeah, another thing deep. both of us have been doing in our retirement is working on our retirement wardrobe. Ah, yes. I think <laughs> I have been looking forward to this for years and I just didn't know it. Yes. Um, and I'm not going to kid you, two months after, like I started, I was exercising, I was eating better, I was getting more sleep. But two months after I retired, I couldn't wear the pants that I had just worn two months ago to work. <laughs> so my retirement wardrobe has um has gained stretchy, some stretchy apparel <laughs> yes <laughs> I feel you and I'm look, kind of looking forward to the cooler days so that I can put some leggings on yes yes and but, I, I don't know about you like like we said we're still working in a more yeah. flexible way so I kind of took my work clothes and just kept the things that I really loved yeah, got that rid was of, of all those energy. extra things, so I have room now for my athleisure. Yes, in blue jeans. And now, when I'm looking for, um, I don't know why, but I always seem to find like a new pair of shoes or something I want for Christmas, and I'll just tell my husband Kent, "Hey, you can order these for me for Christmas. Like I don't need them right now. That would be a great Christmas present." But now I'm looking at tennis shoes, yeah, you know, or some something comfy. That is not like I could wear it for work, but then I have to take it off. Well, and I have but to I have say, decided... I'm loving the trend of women wearing tennis shoes with everything. Yes. Like, cute dress with some, with some cute tennis shoes. Oh. It is about time. Like, where was this all these years? No joke. We were watching, and I know you guys watch college football all Saturday too, because you oh, are yeah. a football family. Yes, we um, are. But I was, I started noticing as we were switching to every channel, all of the men and women who were the broadcasters, the reporters were all wearing some type of like tennis shoe type thing now with a white bottom that yes. looks soft and comfy and not like you'll slip on the turf and hurt something when you're out, there, you know? <laughs> right. And I'm and, like, why, I mean, why in our teaching career, how nice would that have been? Yeah. To be able to wear that. Yes. But I have decided though, I feel like as I've done some cleaning out, I've made this realization and can't would tell you that this is totally true. He's been telling me this for years, but I spend too much money 
I have spent too much money in the past on things that I'll find like on a clearance track at TJ Maxx. I'm going to buy it because it's $7, but I would not have paid full price for it. You know? Right. Yes. I've decided I'm only going to spend money on things that I love and know that I will wear repeatedly over and over and over again. And I think I I'm going to save same money thing. by doing that. <laughs> yes, exactly. I will. And a place like TJ Maxx, and believe me, I love that place. Yeah. But you feel like, oh, I better get it right now. It's not going to be here if it's I come back another day. Yes. <laughs> so I do. Oh. I go ahead and just get it. But yeah, yeah, I have really tried to be more. And I think that comes along with us cleaning out so much stuff. You don't yes. want to bring a bunch of more stuff back in. No. So That's just exactly bring in right. things we love. So we're going to hold each other accountable for that. Yes, we are. Yes. I like it. I like it too. Yes. You know, uh, what we would like to do on this podcast in the future is just explore. You've learned a little bit about us, who we are. <clears throat> and we talked a little bit about where we come from today and, and just what our, our stories are up to this point. And that's part of our rooted and grounded story. And so we're going to have some other people on some episodes might be just us. Some episodes we're going to have some of our <clears throat> friends and family, people who've influenced us um, along the way on with us. But we would just like to kind of be a bright spot in your day, something that you could listen to kind of mindlessly. You might get a little nugget here and there, um, but we are not going to be a political podcast. We're not going to yes, be- If you're uh, looking for some political commentary, we're not your people. We're not going to be it. Um, <clears throat> we want to share funny stories because those are the ones that we like to hold on to. <laughs> yes, and we love to laugh. Um, We've actually not been that funny on this one. We've not been that funny, but I think- But we're looking to, to be more us. funny in the future. So yeah. come back. So something you need to know, if there's a little meme that I see that goes around from time to time, and it talks about everybody has that one friend that you can't sit at a serious event with. Well, Amy is that one friend for me, like hands down every time. I think we even reconnected over the past couple of years in some professional trainings yes. at the state level. And it was, and they knew not to let us sit together. They did know not to let us sit together. And when we, we would sit out. together and eat lunch and yeah. they would hear us cackling. I know the people that worked with me were like, who is that? And why is Kim <laughs> over there cackling with him? <laughs> but Amy is that friend to me. And honestly, it's one of the most valuable things to me about our friendship, because I just think you can't go through life taking things too seriously. So we've gotten lost before on our way to a, a roommate's wedding um, and ended up having to sneak up in the balcony right before they walked in. And we were supposed to be honorary bridesmaids. Like this wasn't just down in the front. We were supposed to be escorted in as part of yeah. the program of the wedding. So we're, we're still sorry. So Michelle. were we horrified by that? No, we <laughs> sat and laughed the whole ceremony. I we don't giggled. remember her wedding whatsoever. We just because laughed. it was just too funny that it was the two of us who showed up together. Yes, like, exactly. Yeah. Out of all the people. Michelle, if you're listening, we're sorry. We're sorry. We love you. If you do a vow renewal, we promise we'll be early. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, And there was another wedding and I can't remember if it was you or somebody else. And we also were near the front and there was a singing of Ave Maria that went for literally five, 10 minutes. And I, the, One look the, at each other. The giggling just started yes. and 
It was silent giggling, but it was visible giggling. So <laughs> yeah, it's people, just it's, Unfortunately, people can see us. <laughs> it's just hard. And several people have told us, you're going to do a podcast where you're going to have to, there's going to be a lot of giggling. There's going to be a lot of stories. So I think the hardest thing for us is going to be not to like, you know, to, to choose and pick and choose which stories we tell. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and and maybe rein it in a little bit. So this podcast, one of my favorite scripture verses is Isaiah 43, 19. Um, and in the message, which is my favorite translation of this verse, it says, forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. Be alert, be present. I'm about to do something brand new. It's bursting out. Don't you see it? There it is. So this podcast is kind of our new thing right now, right? It sure is. Yes. It's our new thing. So, and we do want to leave you guys each time with kind of a challenge or something you can think of and just think about what is your new thing? That's our challenge or question for this week. So think about, you know, maybe you don't have such a huge new thing as we have just newly retired. Maybe it's some little thing, maybe it's some goal you've been wanting to reach like me with my cooking. Maybe, yeah. um, yeah. What, what is your new thing going to be? Um, and how can you use that to connect with God and your community, God's word? Um, what's it going to be? Yeah. And one thing that we, we already have a list. So we made a friend list of things we want to try and we're going to sprinkle those out because some of them are pretty amazing. Some of them are pretty ridiculous. Um, <laughs> we're going to sprinkle them out so that you don't get all the greatness at one time. But um, we're going to be sharing some new things we're going to try along the way with y'all as well. Some of them I think will be epic fails. Some of them I think might be life-changing. So we'll see. Either way, it'll be memorable. Either way, it will always be memorable. That's right. So this has been episode one of the Rooted and Grounded podcast. Thank you for those of you who have stuck with us this long. You deserve a gold star. And thank because I'm yes. sure it was painful at parts. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you so much for taking your time with us. And we hope you'll tune back in. Um, I think we're going to start out doing these monthly. And then we'll see yeah. how it goes from there. We may do them more often if more That's than two right. people are listening. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's just two people, maybe we'll just start meeting for coffee. Who knows? Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> at the beach. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a great day and stay rooted and grounded. Bye. Hey guys, it's Amy again, just with a quick little recap. Um, we said we were going to drop episodes maybe once a month, but after listening to this episode, we decided to go ahead and drop another one in a week or two. And it's just basically going to be making fun of this episode. So our whole point here is just to bring some joy into somebody's day. So we hope we have accomplished that and we will definitely get better and better at it as we roll along. Thanks again for joining us and we hope y'all have a great day. <laughs>